You want to say it? No. Yuck way and welcome back. Cassidy Ross to a million words. Today we are reading. I don't know. Finding Dory. Finding Dory. Dory was a happy young fish. She lived in an underwater home with her parents, Jenny and Charlie. But Dory had one little problem. Hi, I'm Dory, and I suffer from short-term memory loss. To help keep Dory safe, her parents taught her to tell others that she had a hard time remembering things. One day, a strong current, an undertow, carried Dory far from home. Where are your parents? asked a passing fish. I can't remember, replied Dory. And Dory told herself to just keep swimming, just keep swimming. As the years went by, Dory forgot what she was looking for. Far out in the ocean, Dory met a clownfish named... Marlin. And she helped him find his lost son, Nemo. And through their adventures together, the fish became great friends. Dory joined Marlin and Nemo in the coral reef and lived next door to their anemone. Dory had a home again. Marlin and Nemo loved Dory and kept her safe. But one afternoon, a strong current spun Dory around and around and dropped her onto the sand. She felt woozy and confused. The jewel of Morro Bay, California, she murmured. When Dory felt better, Nemo told her what she had said. All at once, memories came rushing back. I remember my family, Dory shouted. We have to find them. Dory, Marlin, and Nemo rode the ocean currents all the way to Morro Bay, California. Mom! Dad! yelled Dory when they arrived. Dory had been here before. She told some hermit crabs she was looking for her parents. Two blue tangs named Jenny and Charlie. Jenny! Charlie! cried Dory. Shh! said the hermit crabs. A giant squid, bothered by all the yelling, chased the three friends. They swam into a kelp forest to escape. Dory looked for someone who could help them. She heard a woman's voice above the water calling, Won't you please join us? Marlin and Nemo followed Dory to the surface. Welcome to the Marine Life Institute, boomed the woman's voice through a speaker. We believe in rescue, rehabilitation, and release. Suddenly, Dory was pulled out of the water. Dory was tagged and put into quarantine, an area for sick or injured fish. She asked an octopus named Hank Hank about the jewel of Morro Bay. That's this place, the Marine Life Institute. You're here, he said. Hank noticed that Dory had a tag on her fin, and the tag meant she'd soon be transported to an aquarium in Cleveland. Hank desperately wanted to go there. Dory said she'd give him the tag if he helped her find her parents. Hank took Dory to a map of the exhibits. Dory spotted a purple shell on the map. That brought back another memory. Dory recalled lining up seashells with her parents. Her mom loved the purple ones. My home had a purple shell, she told Hank. Moments later, a human carrying a bucket of fish came down the hall. Dory leapt into the bucket as Hank dashed out of sight. Dory and Hank ended up in a pool with a whale shark named... Destiny. 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 <laughs> the whale shark recognized Dory. 
We were pipe pals, Destiny told Dory. They used to talk to each other through the pipes. Dory was from the open ocean exhibit. Can you take me there? asked Dory. Destiny said Dory could get there through the pipes, but Dory was worried she'd get lost. Bailey, a beluga whale, could have guided her, but he said his echolocation wasn't working. There's no other way, said Hank, and Dory remembered her dad saying, there's always another way. Then she spotted a stroller from across Destiny's pool. She had found another way. Hank pushed the stroller while Dory navigated, but after a few wrong turns, Dory and Hank crashed into the touch pool. It was a nightmare. Little hands jabbed at them from every direction, and Dory remembered her parents saying, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. As Dory led Hank across the pool, somebody poked Hank and caused him to release his ink. The water turned black and scared all the kids away. When Dory and Hank surfaced, they saw the open ocean exhibit. It was straight ahead. Meanwhile, Marlin and Nemo were trying to get inside the Institute to find Dory. Luckily, a loon named Becky agreed to fly them in. Drop us anywhere, shouted Marlin. Hooroo, hooroo. Becky hung the bucket on a tree and swooped to the ground for a snack. The branch catapulted Marlin and Nemo into a small tank in the gift shop. Nothing was going right. What would Dory do? They both asked. The two clownfish noticed a line of jumping fountains across the plaza. Without another thought, they leapt out of the tank and hopped along the jet streams. At the same moment, Dory and Hank were at the top of the huge open ocean tank. Looks like this is it, kid, said Hank. I have a truck to catch. Dory handed him the tag. You know, I think I'm going to remember you, she said. And then she swam off to find her family. Dory followed a line of shells to her home. Mom, Dad, she yelled, but no one was there. Memories flooded back. Dory's parents had warned her about the undertow, but one evening she swam out to get a purple shell for her mom. Dory went too close to the undertow and was pulled away. Dory gasped. It was my fault. My parents. I lost them. A crab told Dory that all the blue tangs had been taken to quarantine. They're being shipped on a truck to Cleveland at the crack of dawn, he said. Dory had to get back to quarantine fast. Go through the pipe, said another crab. Two lefts and a right. Simple. Dory bravely entered the maze of pipes, but she was soon lost. Then she remembered her pipe pal and called for help. Destiny! Destiny asked Bailey to try using his echolocation to help Dory. He sent out a call and listened for its echo. Ooh, ooh. Little by little, the pipes came into focus. Ooh, it's working, Bailey shouted. And then he saw Dory. Tell her to go left. Ooh, but then something else was in the pipes too, and it was heading right for Dory. Dory screamed, oh no, said Bailey, it's eating her. Oh, Dory, Destiny sobbed, but Dory couldn't have been happier. It was... Marlin and Nemo. How did you two find me? asked Dory. We were having a hard time, said Marlin, until Nemo asked, what would Dory do? Dory, Marlin, and Nemo made it to the blue tang tank in quarantine. Dory's parents weren't there. They came here to look for you, said a fish, but they never came back. That was years ago. Dory was stunned. They're gone. Just as the blue tangs were about to be loaded onto the truck bound for Cleveland, Hank scooped up Dory. 
Then a human grabbed Hank, causing him to drop her. She slipped down a drain that led to the ocean. Once again, Dory was alone. She felt hopeless. And then she remembered Nemo's words. What would Dory do? <coughs> Dory followed a path of shells, and she saw two fish swimming towards her. Dory, you're here! You found us! said Jenny. Her parents explained that when she'd gotten caught in the undertow, they went to look for her in quarantine. When they didn't find her there, they went to search for her in the ocean. Have you been by yourself all these years? asked Charlie. Suddenly, Dory remembered Marlin and Nemo. She had to get them out of the blue tank truck and off out of the blue tank tank and off that truck. Dory and her parents swam to the surface just as the truck pulled away. She called to Destiny and Bailey, and they both jumped into the ocean to help. Bailey used his echolocation. Ooh! The truck was heading for a bridge. Dory needed a plan, and she asked herself again, what would Dory do? When she saw a group of playful otters under the bridge, Dory had a plan. The otters were happy to help. They climbed up to the road, and then Destiny flipped Dory onto the highway. The otters caught her, and on Dory's cue, they all embraced Cuddle party! Traffic came to a stop as the drivers admired the cuddly creatures. One of the otters opened the back door of the truck and brought Dory inside. You came back, shouted Nemo. Of course, said Dory, your family. Marlin called for Becky to fly them out of the truck, but the loon flew off with only Marlin and Nemo. Dory and Hank were still on their way to Cleveland. Dory found another way out of the truck, though, through the skylight. Hank scared off the driver and grabbed the wheel. He put Dory in a cup on the dashboard. I steer, you navigate, said Hank. The two friends turned the truck around and drove it into the ocean. Dory, her parents, Marlin, Nemo, Hank, Destiny, and Bailey were all reunited. Not long after, everybody was living happily together in the coral reef. Hank, Destiny, and Bailey enjoyed teaching at the school. And Dory loved playing hide-and-seek with her parents, just like they had done when she was little. At last, surrounded by her friends and family, Dory was truly home. One day, Marlin followed Dory to the edge of the reef. The two gazed out at the peaceful open ocean. Wow, said Marlin. It really is quite a view. And Dory smiled. Unforgettable. The end. Thanks for listening.